What's up, world? It's Monte Mitchell, and you're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 106 on actionable steps to a passionate life. What's up, millionaires? My name is Monte Mitchell. Um, I am the founder of Move Around Management. Um, what you can expect today or from today's episode is you can expect some real uncut, um, you know, personality from your boy and, and, and Kai. Make sure you guys lock in with us on the Million Dollar Mind podcast as always. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every one of you all. The only place right now for tips and tricks when identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Now, with that said, I think that's a perfect segue to today's guest because right now we have one of my brothers from another, Monte Mitchell, right? Who is literally, you know, living a life of passion right now. I'm seeing everything that he has going on. And, you know, Monte is an entrepreneur, as he mentioned, he's also the founder of Move Around, which is a leisure and recreational management service providing quality experiences, like experiences that so many people see on social media and like, I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, Monte and his company is literally providing these types of experiences for people. But I'd rather you hear from him. So, you know, Monte, tell us a little bit about, you know, your story in the beginning phases of your journey to, you know, how you became the Monte that's sitting here with us today. For sure, man. I, and I think it might have been, it was like three going on four years ago where we initially did an interview. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember the exact segment that you had going on, but a uh, similar style. Um, pretty much, man, I'm, I'm a home cal- home, hometown kid from Virginia. Um, I grew up in, uh, was born in Norfolk, Virginia, moved to Maryland and D.C., then moved back to Virginia, where I did a lot of grade school and high school in uh, Virginia Beach. And then uh, once high school passed, pretty much um, I, I went to Hampton University, got my undergrad, studied recreation, and of course, origi- originally studied business management. I had attained a lot of credits there with business, um, but I knew that wasn't like, you know, I, I just needed to get through school. I needed to find something that was going to be a passion of mine. So um, I switched majors middle middle of the transition to sport, recreation, and sport management. Um Finished out my undergrad. Uh, to finish out, I actually had to get a, you know, like we all have to get that accredited internship, et cetera. And th- at that moment, I knew that I was going to be expanding my wings to somewhere, whether it was going to be New York, whether it was going to be California, Texas, Florida, um, Chicago. I looked all over the country. Um, and my actually, the first opportunity that I got was an interview down here in Miami, Florida. Um, flew out here. They flew me out. Presentation was uh, immaculate. From that moment on the plane, I pretty much knew, uh, well, getting off the plane, I pretty much knew that Florida was going to be it just because of, you know, what I saw. And I went back home. I'm like, you know, I want to do this. So, uh, packed up my stuff. The, that the beginning of that semester came out here. As soon as I got here, it was, it was grind mode. It was, it was what, what I, what I, what the, pre- the presentation that I was presented was not what it was expected. Everything was, you know, falling through the cracks. And I just had to get on the grind to figure out, like, okay, if this is a place where I want to be, I'm going to have to literally take 
the space and opportunity from what's around me and, and make something out of it. Cause right now I, I really got nothing. So um, I got in contact with FIU, uh, the college. That's where, you know, we, we met. Um, I was actually uh, offered a, a paid internship for the athletic program, which was perfect with what I was already studying for undergrad. Um, finished that out. Once I did, uh, once I finished that out, they actually offered me a full-time position um, that we, that really solidified me here in South Florida. So I, you know, moved everything down at that point, um, about middle of the year, May, uh, June. And then, uh, you know, I kept going to school because one of the best things about working for a university is that they offer a tuition waiver. Um, so I mm-hmm. continued my graduate uh, education with the the school actually, you know, paying for it. Again, I didn't, I, I wasn't the, 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 the most, I wasn't known as a whiz in school. You know, I didn't have straight A's uh, 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 grades, but um, I knew, you know, like, you know, education, education is important. So, you know, I did decide that I wanted to continue my schooling. While doing that, I didn't know that that schooling um, with the graduate degree would change my life. I didn't know that that would literally determine and set up uh, my everyday life and living right now with what I'm doing. So um, during that graduate program, um, I had a class, I think it was called Urban Development and something. And pretty much the class was, there was no no exams, no quizzes, no home, no, no take home anything. It was one, it was one project. Um, and we literally every single week that we met in the class, it was pretty much uh, designed around that one project that you had. You had to target an area in the, either all around the world, any, any country that you wanted. And you had to, excuse me, you had to develop, redevelop that community and, and pretty much put a plan in, in action for how you would, you know, urban, urbanly develop that community in whatever industry that you wanted to. And wow. you had to target it. I actually did a project. The project that I did was actually for, uh, I think it was London. Yeah, it was, it was London. Um, I don't know if Chelsea, I can't remember if it was Chelsea, uh, if Chelsea is an actual city there. But I know this, the stadium or whatever that I had did was from the soccer team Chelsea in, in England. Mm-hmm. And um, just learning and, and going through all of the, you know, the the the, the fine pick uh, combs of what I needed to do and finding out different things around the cities and permits and all of this stuff literally shaped me up a business plan. And, um, you know, ace the, ace the class because that was that turned into be my favorite class. And when I finished it and took it home, I was just like, yo, like I got I got a 50. I got a 50 slide PowerPoint on business on a business plan right now. Like. I'm literally going to take this and I'm going to make some magic with it. Right. So I just continue, you know, I continue working um, at FIU. That didn't pan out. I, I, I left there. Well, actually, I, you know, it did pan out because I got the great experience there and then went on to my next uh, venture working with the city. And while I was doing, while I was making these steps and progressing, the whole time I was just building my massive plan in the back, in the background of what I wanted to set myself free from. And um, ultimately, what I, you know, ended up doing was taking the steps um, to create this management firm um, where, you know, we've we've set up certain pillars in in the in the company and in, in, in the management um, master plan that would uh, focus in different areas such as leisure service, recreation service, facility service, media, 
um, and, and on and on, where it's it's almost like a never-ending master plan that that's set up and constructed. Um, a lot of the hobbies that I had, you know, with going on a lot of yacht charters and doing doing yacht rentals and doing boat rentals and jet skis mm-hmm. and a lot of water activities, a lot of those hobbies turned into me actually like fine-tuning the business operation behind them and understanding, okay, you know, this is the, the, the same guys that I'm calling to rent from. You know, I'm calling and I'm making those conversations uh, a network conversation. Can yeah, we actually sit down? <laughs> yeah, like, can we actually sit down? I know I've been renting from you for three years, but I got I got an idea. So, um, so pretty much it was just more so like me having a master plan, uh, like constructed, and then me using my space and opportunity around me to put everything together and the resources that I had around me to put everything together so that we can kind of create this, uh, you know, uh, this, this new revolution and, and, and putting it in the generations for, for years to come. Yeah, bro, Monte, you said, man, it's like so many, just in that introduction of how you became, right. It's you just dropped so many gems that could go unnoticed. So we're going to revisit them. I'm sure. But <laughs> one you. thing that, you. one thing that you said was, set myself free right in, in, in your own words and I really really love that that was the mindset set myself yeah. free is because you didn't sit there and complain like ah this this opportunity they sold me on this false dream it's not what they said it was <laughs> right I don't like it and you didn't just accept that as what it was going to be you just said okay I'm in this space let me you know pay attention to this pay attention to that apply this apply that oh that doesn't work throw that out as you just kind of made it work and you jumped right. around in different things yeah which is why I'm, I'm so glad that i have you know have you on here today because i i know that you're going to share even more gems to the millionaires out there listening on how you can really adapt that mindset from you know yeah. not accepting what is for what has to be right it's, it's so many people living in these uh conditions uh, and going to these jobs that they hate and then just sitting there and just not really making the most out of their experience. Right. So, I mean, you said some of your hobbies, right? Like the jet ski and you know the, the yacht rentals, you, you ended up making the most out of even that. Which, yeah. which, which one of your, of those passions really moved you to birth move around? I would say, man, I would say, uh, Almost, I know it's kind of cliche, but because even that, even, even like, even that we haven't tapped into our next pillar, which is mm-hmm. recreation as far as um, personal, uh, like performance and training, um, sports, youth sports, adult sports, a lot of these things that I had experience in, in the communities with jobs before, I would say it's more of the aspect of a wellness like a like a uh, like a well-being of your mind so mm-hmm. when I was outside whether I was on the yacht or whether I was on the jet ski or whether I was playing ball in my free time it was it was me just knowing that I had a well-being at, at, mm-hmm. at that point in time and it's almost like like leisure is literally leisure is your free time that's all it is right. so when we look at move around management, when we look at a client, we're literally just like, hey, like, like I, we know that you have free time, obviously, because you're you're reaching out and we're trying to maximize your free time. And we're trying to give it to you at the best value that you can get it at um, with a combination of things and what we can include and how we can you know, present it to you. So I would say, man, like 
literally all of them combined, like I know it's cliche, but all of the thoughts combined of anything that is like, like, like uh, anything where I feel like my mental health is at the, the most, you know, positive time in your life. Like just think about where a time where you just felt like you was on top of the world. Like anytime you either went out or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, that, uh, that feeling is what developed me to say, okay, like, like the only way that I can get this feeling is like me moving around, like me actually like engaging myself and, and putting myself in these areas or these places and, the, and doing these things. And then we came up with the, um, it, it, it was on, it, it was kind of like a, uh, I want to say it was like more so thought with the original logo idea with the, with, we were looking at a globe, but the globe, you know, with the creative director, I don't know if you know Eddie, if you ever met Eddie, but um, Eddie kind of, he designed the logo and he took, you know, things to a whole creative space when, from the original ideas of how he wanted things to look, but the world came from like, we, we use a, a mission statement where it's like, it's your world. So literally like understanding, like you have control of these things. Like you can, you put yourself in these positions, like you can engage yourself in anything that you want. So from us to the client or, or us to a partner or anyone, we're like, we literally look at it like, it's your world. Like, let us know what you want or what you like, and we make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. So I would just say a combination, man. Like it's 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 hard to try to pinpoint one, you know. Mm-hmm. And it and it's a very it's a combination. I see that, but it's also just like a like a, a like a selflessness on your part too, because <laughs> like you could have easily like, oh, I love this feeling, and then just continue right. to just go rent yeah. more and go experience more, right. and just like, hey, I got the feeling. But instead, exactly. you you turned the model into like, how can I help others get this feeling? Right. This right. is a feeling that push you in the space to create more right you want to you want to get ideas just being in this being on this yacht is going to make me think 10 times more creatively than i will behind the desk right Right. (laughs) so it's like man shout out shout out to y'all shout out to y'all for you know coming up with that with that plan and you know I'm, i'm not sure if it was a certain you know if it was a certain formula to how you identify these things but if it was like what was a mind at least what was like the mindset that you had to be in to really identify you know the the the, that as a passion to identify this this concept of move around as a passion what mindset were you in at the time so yeah I think um I think a lot of it was was uh understanding um like my dynamics and like geography Geography, I've said, I've told a lot of people this, but like geography was my favorite all-time class in any, you know, any realm of education at all. And I didn't know it until I actually left high school. But like, I would say, I used to say like, oh, PE or lunch, like being funny, but no, like the class that I actually like had a connection with was geography. And I think when I was in the mind frame of my project, going back to uh, the graduate school, um, when I was looking at London, England, and I was looking at uh, creating this athletic facility, but um, uh, one of their issues was that in England, the weather, like it gets it's super cold, like maybe like nine months out of the year, not even nine, like 10 months out of the year. And it's always cloudy, always rainy. It's like you get, it's almost like a Seattle feel um, as far mm-hmm. as from what we can kind of, from what we hear about, at least, because we're on the East Coast and stuff. So um what I was basically researching was like, okay, 
you know, uh, so one of their issues are uh, cancellations with different events and different things. Like they have, they have a, a high um, traffic of, or a high, uh, I can't even think of the word, but basically they, you know, they, they have a lot of events and stuff canceled because of weathers and all of this. So me just understanding, okay, the geographic where I'm at, like, okay, what do, what do I have around me? We're on the coast. I love the water. I've always loved the water. Uh, even in Virginia, I lived in Virginia Beach, which was on the, you know, on the water. So I'm like, okay, um, I, I, obviously I had those hobbies to do those things on the water, et cetera. But I'm like, okay, Miami is literally, uh, like the, ge the, the geographic around it is literally set up for, like, there's a, there's a world on the land, but there's a world on the water. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's literally a world on the water. So, you know, most people, obviously, most anybody that's going into business day, like their first thought is not going to be, unless they're in the marine science or, you know, they just been a fisher or a captain their whole life. Most people's thought is not like, okay, you know, I'm going to go into some type of business that's going to be related to the water or whatever. Yeah. So I knew like, okay, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge market for it. So I really just looked at like, okay, what does it need? Like kind of trying to find like problems and solutions, like wants and needs, like in, in the areas, what's the demands for certain things. So that was really like, I literally just looked at, you know, what, what do we have here? What's on my, what's on my plate. And then, you know, I picked that, that, and that's, I think I'd say that's really how it came about on, uh, on that side. Man. And, it, and, it, and I've heard you, I've heard you mention that urban development class a, a few times. It really sounded like that, like, that kind of sparked a rewiring in your brain on how yeah. to just look at uh, and interpret information and, and data. Uh -huh. Would you, I mean, would you recommend uh, a course like that for, for anyone trying to, you know, create a business plan of, of any sort? Yeah, I, I definitely remember my professor's name, Dr. Anderson. And uh, I don't remember many professors, you know, <laughs> professor's right. name at this point, but I definitely remember him. He definitely uh, is a staple in my, my legacy because of, you know, what he, what he kind of embedded in, in my brain, just from those conversations. And the, the, I think the, like the best thing about a class like that was it could just be the, it could have just been the professor and his teaching style, but it literally gave you guys a forum, like everybody that was in the class, it gave you guys a forum to literally talk about, Oh, this is going on here. Like the city is, uh, closing on permits here. This is, you know, this is what I saw yesterday. Like you could literally walk out the class and then see a, a accident or see something that happens on the street. And then you bring it back to class and y'all, it's a full conversation, an hour and a half about, you know, what's going on on the outside. And it's not even like we're researching stuff or anything. It's like, what are you seeing on a day-to-day -day basis? And I think having from that class or or type of class like that, having that mentality, like when I walk out, like I, I leave out my home, um, and when I'm looking on the street, I can put everything into perspective, like you know, into a working perspective or an idea or maybe a business idea or or just a you know just a just a positive thought period um, mm -hmm. in life. So yeah, I, I would definitely say that class rewired me for sure. And I could see how that class could be all encompassing to, to other things. Like I'm thinking about the, the topics that you mentioned that y'all was talking about, 
And I'm like, man, conversations like that could even be beneficial for learning about real estate. And like, that's <laughs> exactly. my, like, that's my current field. And I'm just like, wow, like imagine right. if I would have took an urban development <laughs> class and I would have been 10 times where I'm at right now. Ooh, no, I probably I wouldn't even be at the position I'm at. Cause I probably would have been outgrew that position before I even got here. So man, that that's, that's what's up. So of course, you know, with building anything like a, a business or, you know, a process, a system is going to be, things about it that we don't like. It, it would be naive to say, you know, we're passionate about the whole process. We say trust the process, but we're not really passionate about everything, right? right. What, right. what were some of the, like, the least favorite things about building your brand and how did you push through those feelings even if you identified it as, man, this is not something I enjoy? Hmm. Man, I would say, um, I would say my toughest moments were probably uh, mm, man, that's that's tough because it's all you gotta you gotta you gotta point out what's not positive. So I'm trying then you know, to like I need to find somebody to do this ASAP. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I would say definitely like putting it like I had so much in my in my mind uh, starting out, and I think putting it all together was like it was it was it was anxiety from me you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. that's why I give a lot of credit to uh, my creative director um, Eddie Chance he you know he he we were like a one two it was like a you know I had a thought and then he's like let me bring that to life for you and that's what he Mm -hmm. does he has his own brand um, Chance the Third and like he brings your like he brings your idea to life or he brings your thought to 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 life so um, I think those were like my toughest times um, obviously on a day-to-day operations, there's a lot of, you know, unforeseen things that can, can be headaches and that you mm-hmm. don't like dealing with, especially if there's liability involved with, um, you know, when, when you're handling, you know, about like negotiations and you're handling, you're handling funds, you know, um, on, on, on large contracts. So, um, like, like unforeseen circumstances, disappoint, disappointment or understanding the disappointment, having empathy for you know, others, um, those are always like things that, uh, that, that I take to heart because I'm inviting somebody in, you know what I mean? If I'm inviting you in, I want to, and I think that's what gives me the, 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 the passion to continue to, to do something like this is I've always been, I've always considered myself to be a good host. Like if I'm inviting you in somewhere, I'm gonna make sure you're taken care of. I want to make sure that everybody is enjoying their time. Everybody's comfortable. Um, in some type of setting. So um, I think I take a, I take a lot of pride in the, the satisfaction, um, the customer satisfaction. So I think, you know, day-to-day operations can always like, like yeah, wait. Nobody down. really enjoys operations. A- exactly. I mean, exactly. Let, let, let's dig into, let's dig into the, you know, your, your, your satisfaction, you know, your abilities to provide and, and be a great host. Let's dig into that a little bit more. How did, when, when, if you, if you even, you know, stop, when did you, you know, stop taking the, the disappointed, you know, surveys and things like that? When did you stop taking that feedback to heart and, and really, really pinpoint what it, what it is they were communicating and, and, and figuring out the areas of improvement, as opposed to looking at this as like a shot at your hosting abilities personally? Right, right. I say, I say experience going through one, two, three, and then uh, like, you know, the different situations. If we send out, I just put it in like layman terms, if we send out a, 
uh, a charter to the Bahamas for a weekend. And on that Tuesday, we have somebody coming from California and they are, you know, they've been booked on this, this, uh, this trip for months, several months. And, you know, like you've been communicating with them. You've done everything that you can do up to this point. And on that ride back from the Bahamas, the engines blow on that, that charter, on that mm-hmm. vessel. And the same vessel that they have, you know, like wild and all over for months now is not going to be available. And we have to make the accommodations to, you know, help that situation as best as we can. When you go through a few of those situations and a, a few different, you know, uh, like you say, everybody, nobody likes operations. Um, you go through those, you understand that um, there's always a, there's always a, a, a light at the end of that tunnel. There's always, you know, there's always the, you, you understand the goal. You understand the, the goal of, of that person coming to you. you. You understand what they want. You understand what exactly they're looking for. As far as certain things, there may be like a preference or aesthetics, maybe like a look for this and that, but you understand that person wants that boat and they want it for four hours and they want to be on that water in Miami to take them pictures or, you know, to do whatever they want to do. Like you understand they go. So me understanding, I got to deliver. I, I have to deliver on um, what I know this person is coming to me for, but the under the unforeseen circumstances and certain situations going through a few of those, going through those experiences, you, you kind of begin to be, be, become numb to it. And then obviously you understand how you, um, you know, how you, uh, I don't want to say like smooth things over, but you understand like what you do, you know, you like, you, you kind of process it and, 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 and you just can't take it to heart. Cause if you do, it'll, it'll swallow you whole. It'll swallow yeah. you whole. At the end of the day is business. And I mean, it, it is it is smoothing it over it's just the like smoothing <laughs> it over is just a it's just a part of problem solving like yeah. as a business owner you also have to be in in, in a master problem solver cuz yeah. with business comes problems it, it, actually if you don't have any problems you don't have a business that's growing cuz if you exactly. if you're growing you're going you invite exactly. in more problems so exactly. the the i think that's the biggest thing that i've learned with just stepping into different spaces just like if i don't if i'm not getting any problems that right. means my business is not growing or I'm being yeah, stagnant. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. You, you might as well, uh, for anybody who's listening to this, like you might as well learn how to solve problems now so yeah. you can welcome problems so that you can grow from those problems fat, like sooner yeah. than later, right? Exactly. And there's always going to be new problems. So you there's just got to gotta be where you got to be ready for those because it's going to be like, wow, I would have never thought in a million years that would happen. But mm-hmm. <laughs> we, just, we, talk, we talked about the bad. We talked about the bad. Yeah. The, the, but what, what, was, what has been like your favorite experience that you've provided thus far? Man, I'll tell you like the networking in this business is like probably been my top uh I don't, I don't want to say like level of networking, but like you understand, like, okay, we go to college, we meet a whole new, you know, realm of a network. We leave mm-hmm. that, we go from college, we go to a job, you read a whole, you meet a whole new realm of network. You go to a job, you meet a whole new realm of a network. Um, as far as myself, my personal experience, stepping into entrepreneurship, I feel as if every day I, when I walk out my help, my house, my home, I'm, 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 like introducing myself to a whole world of a network every single day. And it's naturally like naturally 
So I think like from building partnerships um, with different um, other people, like similar in the same same industries as me or um, branching myself out to grow the business, to be, be like shift from uh, an industry of only, okay, Marine. And then you, we actually extending ourselves out to um, culinary arts with catering and, you know, services like private personal chefs um, and then extending ourselves out to transportation um, with, you know, uh, sprinter vans, shuttle vans to actually combine and circle all of these, all of these avenues of leisure service. Um, this has been my, by far my favorite experience, my, my like top tier um, moment, I guess, and, and, and move around because it, it's let me know that it's also my world. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, as well as this, everyone else's world, like it's your world. Remember it's your world. It's also my world. Like every day that I wake up, um, I, I mean, I got like, I probably got like five of these and I got to send, I got to send you out one, but I got like five of these that I haven't like wore myself. Cause I have like 10 already that every day I wake up, I'm just throwing one on and I'm walking out the door, you know? Yeah, that thing look mad comfortable, bro. I, I love the rock rock song like that. Tell me to, that's just like a reminder. And it's like the brand name, the, the concept of move around. I mean, you've mentioned it a few times in the beginning, just saying how, you know, you felt, you know, your well-being was just from moving around. So I could see the concept. But like when you look at it and you and you say it aloud, move around, it's just like I hear don't like don't be stagnant. Like <laughs> don't be stagnant. Do yeah. something like yeah. always yeah. be doing something. something. Do something, right. man. That's literally and, what it is. And bro, you mentioned so the the networking, and I'm like, it's like I got pros and cons to networking because sometimes, yeah. like, I still self, I still self diagnose myself as this this um this introvert, right? And networking sometimes mm-hmm. can be a little bit difficult for you with networking, right? What were some, you know, what what have been some effective ways? for you to build rapport and really put yourself in these spaces and have these conversations that later unfolded into, you know, business partners and vendors that really help you know, transform your business. I think it's been like genuosity, like, uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but definitely like being genuine, um, and, in in every intention, if I'm at the grocery store, if I'm at anywhere, if I, you know, you need help here and I, uh, you drop this on the ground and I pick this up for you and, we strike a oh like I like your shirt like literally being genuine um in every uh aspect but I can't I can't always just take take uh, a float of that I do have to like understand my business strategies like I'm also being strategic in certain areas too to my networking so mm-hmm. I think it's a mix of both when I say that I, I kind of uh what do you call it? <laughs> I kind of uh uh. Like you're not faking it. You don't want to just fake it and just yeah, exactly, exactly. And you don't want just you don't want to pour yourself into the wrong people either. Like exactly, exactly. So I would say like even when I'm being strategic, I'm being genuine. I'm letting you know, hey, you know, like this is this looks very well, and I think that I have an opportunity for this. Boom! I'm being genuine. I'm I'm literally <laughs> intending on this connection. And, um, I think, I think, uh, I think it's literally a mix of, you know, uh, I always like to say, um, you know, the universe is what you put, whatever you put in that universe, you're getting it back. So mm-hmm. I think literally if you given that energy that that's what you like, you want to invite, um, you want to invite people into your network. You want to be genuine. You want to have intent and in conversation. I think you're going to get it. You're going to get it back. 
And then that's when you start to learn and you start to build on those. Obviously, from there, you can decipher and pick your relationships on, you know, how they grow and where they grow from. Um, but I think, you know, uh, the, the idea of like being genuine with your intent, like having your, your, your intentions set up for purpose. Yeah, just being being intentional all together. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And one thing, one thing I've learned about that too, uh, Monte, like just, just the law of reciprocity all together. It's good to 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 give and not expect to get. But yep. some people, they're like, okay, I'm gonna give, not expect to get, and I'm gonna eventually get. But yeah. they 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 put their own timeline on when yeah. they're supposed to get, and that's what yeah. that's what messes it all up because. It's no, it's no real timeline. Like you can give ten times before getting one time. You can give yeah, twenty exactly. times before getting <laughs> before, one time. Exactly. But when you get it, you're going to get the worth of what you gave, though. So it's like exactly. you might have only got it once every twenty times, but when you the got it, is, you yeah. got it right. So it's like we got to keep that in mind. And I even, um, I even got a taste of that in this book that I'm reading. It's called Atomic Habits. I think you'll really okay. enjoy it. So okay. he was talking about this thing called the the aggregation of of marginal gains, and it's like doing doing very small things every single day, like to make yourself one percent better. And then, like overall, you're not going to see the return today. You're not going to see the right. return next week. Right. You're not going to see it next month. But in a year span, it, it like the the growth looks like this, like, and then it just shoot up. <laughs> like right. it's like now you literally going upwards instead of like this slow yeah. slow slope yeah Some people saying oh i'm going to do this with the intention of the gift that's like right that's when the slope is really really level really, yeah exactly 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 now nah, that's yeah. that's not like it's right on point that book bro I, I i probably i started reading it like last week and i picked up so many different gems and so many different like conversations and and topics to have with other people and it i really got a lot from it man i, I think you would too so I mean, transitioning, transitioning just a little bit. Um, if you could reflect on some of the baby steps that you had to take with the the, the beginning phases of the brand and, you know, getting it to where it is now, what were some of those baby steps and what did they look like? Um, I think uh, uh, I had to, I had to obviously create identity, which we talked about um, with the brand logo, understanding, um, you know, like, what you want to be perceived at, how you want to be looked. Um, uh, also, uh, like, then we talked about networking. These were all a part of the baby steps. Also, networking in the, in the sense of uh, recruiting, like, understanding, like, you can't do this on your own. Like, understanding, you know, like, everything works better with a team, no matter what it is. You can have the biggest idea in the world, but it's going to be positions. They're going to be roles that... Um, someone else is going to do better than you. Um, mm-hmm. So just like kind of understanding what, what my flaws are personally, and then, or, or what I would like to excel at one day and that I wasn't there yet. And then surrounding myself around though, that mind, as far as, you know, what I can bounce off that, that might strike up in this person's ability or what that person can strike, can bounce off of that. I can strike up in their um, ability. I say surrounding myself with those like-minded people. Um, I would say uh, nonstop uh, the understanding, um, understanding the 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 actual industries um, across the board that that I'm looking that I looked into and that I'm 
um, engaging myself with, um, kind of doing things like uh, 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 securing myself, like licensing on certain things, uh, permitting with certain things, understanding uh, like what you need for to be able to legally do this and legally do that. Um, it's a lot of like backend stuff that you have to when building a business that you you probably think of an idea like, oh man, if I do this and I do this, I'll make this. But then you don't understand all of those in-betweens that you have to do and that you, uh, the legalities or liabilities that you face in certain things. So um, I think a lot of it, and, and I'm still like learning certain things every day because it like mm-hmm. doesn't stop. But I think a lot of it was like taking stuff back, um, kind of like, you know, when you had those uh, back in the day when you do like, I still do them, but like you do them brainstormings. You got oh, yeah, something in the middle, bubble, and then you go up. <laughs> them bubbles, yeah. Like it's really like it was really like that, and then like just checking them off, like understand. Okay, I need to do this and that. I need to cross these uh, T's and dot these I's here. Um, but yeah, definitely. And I and I feel like I'm still for me. I feel like I'm still in the baby steps um, mm. of 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 maturing every um, uh, industry, every pillar every idea and thought I feel like I'm still um you know with obviously with assistance we're still like growing every day um to be able to be to be able to be at the the highest level of everything that we do it's mm-hmm. still a process and I'm and I that's the best thing for me like that's that's been the best and and other than like I said was networking and meeting you know so many different people and and um uh extending and growing the brand like it's been the process overall, like, okay, like understanding this makes this work. That makes that work. We can do this from that. We can do that from this. Um, it's really been a process that is, um, is, is making me, I guess, continuing to ignite that fire and passion inside of me. Yeah. It's all, all, all together. It sounds like education is a big piece. You like always be learning and, and have the mindset, like is always something to learn. And yeah, you mentioned sure. even like, self-reflect and i'm a i'm a i'm a play on words right so you got this <laughs> brand called move around and you always it is it's based on you know moving around and doing something but when do you actually take the time to step yeah. back and, and, and be still for a moment just to self-reflect how do you find those spaces um uh, i think in in, in downtimes. um i mean shoot, literally i was in, just doing this for like maybe a week and a half last week we had a tropical storm um mm-hmm. that was here fred and uh well it died down and was pretty weak but uh just in that in that time frame it's like okay you know uh, we understand what's going on so as far as water sports and things like that or water activities those things are like slow in these moments so you know we'll let's ramp up let's let what we need to do here oh let's ramp up marketing and let's do this with you know like let's uh let's let's shoot this video here or let's understand um Let's uh, send out these emails here, like blast this promotions for these. Like, just like, I think in the times of you understand like, okay, this season is is cranking and we end ratio or like, oh, this is a time, this is a down period right here. Let's look at the board. Let's put down some ideas, some agendas, some goals. Um, I think it's just, you, you find the time in between as it comes. So when mm-hmm. it comes, you take advantage of it. You don't just, Oh, you know, like lacks of days ago. Oh, yeah, I got some free time. Like, oh man, like this is, this is great. Like you, you actually continue to like my favorite player. 
of all sports was what well, two I had two favorite players of all sports. One was Sean Taylor and one was Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And like Kobe Bryant's mentality, I wasn't able to match his mentality in sports. And that's you know, hence probably why I did not continue other than, you know, a few other incidents um, with mm-hmm. injuries, but um, probably why I did not maximize myself in that area. Because if I couldn't have that mentality, like on the on court or on field, there was no point of me being on the court or on field. You can't mm-hmm. match that type of mentality. So what I can do is what I'm, what, what is in my space and opportunity now, I can match that mentality here. You know what right. I mean? I could be relentless. And do those things that, you know, that he did on the court and on the field and emulated in my life and my settings. Yeah, so. that's a good point, man. I think I think people oversee that. I can see yeah. how that's easy to overlook. Like, oh, man, you, you got to have the Mamba mentality in basketball. Yeah. But it's like the Mamba mentality, it's a mentality. So it's like yeah. it can transfer. It can trans. Uh, transfer over into anything that you apply the yeah. mentality. It's just a, it's a, it's a state of mind. So yeah. that's a good point, and I'm glad you brought that up, man. And uh, man, shout out to you for making that, you know, that that realization. I, I know you touched on this a little bit, you know, as far as like the networking piece, um, and, and being intentional. But once you got them in that space, once you got the, you know, these these quality partners in that space, and you had the door open, and where you you, you brought the you know, the generosity and you being very genuine and very intentional to where now we sitting down at the table. What was like, what did your approach look like as far as getting these quality partners on board to support the brand and, you know, in for the future? I, I think um, like number one, for sure, uh, uh, bringing value. So like understanding my role, understanding their role, um, bringing tremendous value. Um because who's to say that, you know, the next person can't come, you know, to, to a conversation with them doing the same exact thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think number one, bringing value and then um, empathy and understanding, uh, you know, like the relationship, like building on that relationship. So, okay, now we're here. Like, it don't just stop here. Like, like what can I do that's going to help you? What can you do that's going to help me? Um, and just continue to like, like build on that relationship, like understand their needs, bring them ideas. Like, you know, it's just, I feel like you obviously you only as strong as, you know, the people around you, or you only as strong as the, the weakest link around you or, or however you want to put it. But um, if, 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 if you're surrounding yourself with those partners or you're surrounding yourself with those people in your network, um, why not like build on that and why not continue to maximize it um, rather than, you know, just being satisfied. So I right. think uh, understanding like I can be, I'm replaceable in a sense, you know what I mean? And in this relationship, not just, you know, having that ego, humbling myself, not having that ego, like, okay, we're here now. If I do something that has benefited them for a few weeks or for a month, not understanding like, oh, they need me or, oh, you know, I'm here for this. And like, you got now like humbling myself, understanding, okay, they can use this. And then boom, when, you know, that might surpass them, you know, that might surpass uh, where they were just at in, in, in our relationship. And then now like them understanding, I had empathy in the time. Now they'll have empathy with me. Just, you know, like Bro. it goes back to that universe thing, man. I don't even, Monty, I don't even think they, they really heard what you, <laughs> what you just said. Cause it's like, Man, you got this saying that a lot of people follow. You know, you only as strong as your weakest link. 
So much so that people are constantly looking for ways to burn bridges and, you know, remove people from their life because they so weak, you know, getting them out, you know, building new relationships with people that are stronger. So it's like, if we understand this, right, as you just said, adding value, right, it's only right. Why would you not add value to the people that you surround yourself with so that they can continue to grow with you? Instead of you just letting them stay stagnant and then now you got this person that you got to worry about what's the next steps. Am I going to let them go or what? Because they're not growing. But it's like you didn't even even put in any work to even, you know, help them grow by doing what you can do best. By maximizing that talent. And man, so adding value, that's another thing we talk about a lot too because it it sounds messed up, but it's like at the end of the day, people don't, people don't care about you. They, they, as much as they, and not that they don't care about you, but they don't care about you as much as they care about themselves. Exactly. So exactly. what I learned in sales is I learned that the more I could make a person see that I'm, that I care about them. Yeah. As much as I care about myself or more then it, you know, then you gotta, you, you pretty much can, you know, negotiate anything you want. You could pretty much, <laughs> you know, show them like, Hey, this, this is why you need me. It's like, yeah, right. we, I'm replaceable, but let me tell you how I'm not. Right. Exactly. Like, at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. That's exactly. Man. That's it. It's the leverage, man. Leverage is something in this world that is 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 dangerous and is super beneficial at the same time. Exactly. It just depends on how you use it. You either gonna use it or you're gonna get used. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I I, I rather use it because I know if, right. I, if I'm using it. If I'm using it, I know I'm using it to where I'm not, you know, I'm not effing nobody over. I'm, I'm still, I'm, right. like you said, I'm genuine. I, I'm still somebody yeah. that cares about people. So yeah. I'd rather me use it than somebody else use it. And, you, you know, they against you. Bad. Yeah. Exactly. You rather have control of that. Like, exactly. At all exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, now, you know, uh, you, you even touched on this a little bit too with the downtime and you know just watching the shift, the trends, and you know how things go as far as you know your location. But you know where else do you find your balance uh, and organization? You know, starting a business can be overwhelming for a lot of people, just like you know becoming a you know a parent for the first time. So how do you find that balance and organization to make sure that things are going smoothly? Oh man. Uh... I think uh, I, I try to take account of like every, like like I try to take account of every step and every uh um what it, how how would I put it in the words I try to take account of every uh situation and every every step that is uh being made and being taken like within business and um whether that's like just organizing I can organize myself. And then, um, you know, something else can come out on the outside. But, like, if you weren't, like, putting yourself in the game on that, like, if you weren't in ratio on that, that could be a, a lingering problem. And that could be something that continues to, you know, like, like happen on, on hand, off your watch, or however you want to put it. Um, but I just try to, like, I try to, like, stay hands in, like, you know, like, I try to literally keep myself afloat on, on any and everything, um, no matter what it is. And not in a micro, uh, you know, like a micro managerial state. It's just like literally like understanding what's going on at, at, on every point because that's the best way. I've, I've always realized to be organized. Like if I can't mm-hmm. see it, um, you know, if I can't see it then or, or if I can't touch it or, or, or be around it, then I wouldn't understand or I wouldn't know what's going on. So 
I think just keeping myself afloat. Um, one thing that I like to do, and it's it, it kind of helps me. Um, I watch the news like religiously every day um, because for like like South Florida, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm not sure. Are you still, you're not in South Florida anymore, right? No, nah, man. I'm I'm in Atlanta now, but yeah, you know, I still I, got I, I still got mad folks in in, in Miami that keep me yeah. keep me up to the date. So this is, uh, I mean, maybe I didn't watch the news enough when I was in Virginia or Maryland, um, but uh, like I feel like the news here is 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 like something that I've never seen. It's so like community like oriented, like like to the to the max. It's like everything that's going on, like literally every segment moment of any business, like any anything that's going on, like you. All right, you get to see it on that five o'clock and that six o'clock news. Like you're gonna see it. So like by me continuously doing that um, and having like a, a, a like a, a mindfulness of like what's going on in the industries that I'm like tapping myself into, I think like that continues to help me be like okay, well, well, nah, like now we need to start doing this here. Like we need to start being being on this here. Like you know what I mean? Like setting mm-hmm. myself up before. Uh, a liability that ha- even happens or something like this even um, crosses the path. So I, I guess everything that I'm saying just goes down to being aware, you being know, as aware. far as organization, like literally, literally just being aware of, of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, that, and that's a good practice. You know, awareness is just a good practice to have overall. And some of what you also said, Monte was just kind of like, you know, you know, be very, not micromanagerial, but just kind of being very uh, paying attention to the details. Yeah. Cause like, you know, how, how you are with one thing is how you are with, with everything. So if you can't pay attention to like the details within your personal life, you won't yeah. pay attention to details in your business life. It's like, it's like, if you cheat on your habits in your personal life, you're going to cheat on the habits that will help your business grow. So exactly. Exactly. paying attention to things like that and having that awareness I, right. that, that definitely I agree can you know can, can can definitely get you get you far um so transitioning again we 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 getting ready to you know to wrap this up and Monte I want to again share you know I'm super you know excited and just happy to have you on the show you you dropped a a, a lot of value to our millionaires out there uh mm-hmm. but I want to switch switch gears to to this segment I like to call rapid fire and it's brought to you by power uh pod decks so I got my pod deck here and I got five random questions I'm just going to hit you with and they fun questions you know they 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 uh they they meant to provoke thought but i don't want you to like overthink it just hit yeah, me with the, the, the first thing that come to mind all right i got you i got you coolio so um the the first one is what is something that you hate but wish you love something that i hate but wished i love um i would say i would say <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i would say maybe uh uh like staying strict staying strict to my diets like literally oh. like i'm I, I don't became in this health world like nutrition facts and all of this and like i hate it <laughs> but like i want to love it because i know what it's gonna do for me yeah but i hate it like it's it's killing me it's it's literally killing me <laughs> Bro, Monte, it's uh, it's seven billion people in this world. I think seven billion people agree with that. Like, it's like, man, it's like, man, you 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 can you can watch all the documentaries, you can see it yeah. all, you can you can even feel the effects of the food that you shouldn't yeah. be eating, yep. and it's still gonna be hard no matter how much yep. you try. 
it's like for me it's for me it's like it's like waking up like yeah i i i, I wish i love waking up at like five o'clock you. every day oh <laughs> uh, this next one if you had a personal mascot what would it be a lion for sure lion lion hearted yeah, for sure lion hearted lion order it's just mm-hmm. like that's like that's my that's my uh i feel like that's my alter ego you know <laughs> okay all right, bet, bet. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? If I was invisible for a day, I would. Hmm. If I was invisible for a day, I would definitely, I would definitely put myself in some type of conversations that's involving like world order you know like some type of some type of like whether it's whether it's the White House or or overseas in one of those like you know NATO organizational meetings or mm-hmm. something. Definitely to understand what's next because then that's that's how I put myself ahead. Yeah, because man, best believe world like world order that like that's world order. So <laughs> that's right. you you get the inside details on what's coming next. You yeah. you said yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like being in real estate and knowing exactly what the urban development plan is. You're exactly. like, okay, I know to start going to this exactly. area. What's next? Coolio, Coolio, I did that. So we got two more. The next one is um, what's something that people think makes them look cool, but actually makes them look ridiculous? I'm going to say, uh, and it kind of goes with that whole judgment theory, like a lot of the influences and stuff online, uh, you know, uh, talk about. But I would say, like, specifically with social media, like not being, uh, like, purposeful in their their messages with their content, their like any and everything that they do, like pictures, like, like captions and stuff. Like, like, I think like, like it, you may think, Oh, you're doing too much. Or like, you, you feel like it's not, you know, like it's, 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 it's lame or a little like corny of you to like express yourself. But like, I think you're doing yourself a disservice by like being a part of the trend of the wave, you know, on, on, on like whatever you say in your caption, like anything like that, like um, just judgment, like like under, like looking for other people's judgment. Like I think mm. I think you're doing you, I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice um, by doing that, and instead of being you know purposeful with your your meanings and your beliefs and, and morals. Mm-hmm. I agree one hundred percent, man. I I agree one hundred percent, and that 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 even confirms like everything you said, like. You stand by that because you even just said, like, how can I provide value? Yeah. And I typically use social media to figure out how I can provide value. If I'm sitting there and I post this this picture and then my caption is something like catch the wave or something like right. that, right? Like, like you already understand. <laughs> how can I provide value with that? <laughs> like what is that? What is that doing for the other person on the other side of the that, that is literally watching this that's yeah. watching my timeline and yeah. just trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing to even get to where I'm so it's like how can I just post something like that, right? Ow, 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 ow. Got it, man. We on the same page with that okay. one. And, and this last one, bro, is um if everything in your house had to be one color, which would you choose? What color would it be? I would have to say white. I would have to say white. I'm a, white. I like that. I like that classic, uh, like, like, uh, you know, just clean look. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I, I do like, like the simplest tone, like white and gray. Like <laughs> that's why I decorate everything. <laughs> like, and I would say like white. I would say clean. I guess I don't know. 
bro. I, I, that's like a nice modern touch. Like, yeah, it's the like, modern, the modernness of it. If you could see what, what my wife Alana's Pinterest looks like, it's probably a lot of whites and grays as far as the home decor Pinterest uh, category. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's right, right. a lot of whites and grays, man. So I, yeah. I get that from her, and it's definitely it's definitely a good look, man. It, it just yeah. make everything look clean, like you said. So um, as we wrapping this up, man, I got some closing questions for you before we part. Uh, I, I love to ask this question, especially during season three, because this is like a season of like, really coming into yourself and, and finding these passions and just identifying those passions. So for you, for you, Monte, how would you define what self-love is? Self-love is, um, I think understanding, I think like every day you waking up and understanding that, um, for you to fulfill every inch inside of you of happiness, like you have to, you have to do what you what what comes to mind. You have to do what what your thoughts are. You have to put it into belief. You have to put it in perspective. Like like other than that, like 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 no judgment. Like we just talked about, no judgment zone. It's all for you because that's what's gonna fulfill every inch inside of you at the end of the day when you when you go to sleep at night. Um, I think it. I think it definitely. You know, it starts with you. Uh, we keep saying it, but it definitely starts with a purpose, like for yourself. Like, what do you, what do you want to make of your day? Like, what, what do you think about? Like, what's on your mind? And then just bringing it to life. Bringing it to life, man. And uh, I got a, um, I got a. It's like a, it's not a really a quote, but an analogy, a metaphor for uh, like a, a life metaphor that my mentor had uh, has had dropped on me, man. And I think you're gonna really like this one because it's, it's sports related. So he okay. was saying, um, like, uh, his name is Beyond Win. He was saying that we, God is God is coach, right? And a coach coach draws at the plays, and and as the athletes, the players, you know. We're, we're the players for a reason, right? We, we have the luxury of not having to think too much about the game and the outcomes. And we just follow the plays that coach right. give us. Right. And all we got to do is just run the play. So when we get these ideas and we get these, these things that were so random, it's not really random. That's coach yeah. literally dropping the play for yep. you to run. <laughs> and sometimes we, 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 the only reasons why we don't run the play because we want to, ask the defensive coordinator you want to ask the wide receiver coach you want to ask the the o-line coach what what should i do in this position i don't know bro you the quarterback i'm the o-line coach so it's like (laughs) what did the head coach tell you to do right exactly look for guidance from from people about these ideas that god put in our heads yeah right so it's like man what what you said right there that 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 reminded me of that one i love that i love that (laughs) yeah man so all right, so you um you walk in you um matter of fact, let, let's bring it to real life, man. You you just got a you just got a, a nice a nice booking for for one of y'all most popular yachts. You you okay. getting everything ready and you stumble across one of one of the guests on the yacht is actually, you know, 18-year-old Monte. What what what's some advice that you would, would give to yourself in that moment? Man. <laughs> 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Well, 18 year old, I tell myself, like, you you in the wrong place right now. Like you need, you need to get yourself back to back to the back to the crib and, and reevaluate yourself. Cause at 18, I wasn't living right. Was, but uh, but no, nah, man, I would say if I if I run into to myself, man, like shoot, it's 10 years later now, I'm 28. 
um, I would literally just just tell myself like you got it in you like like everything that you want like everything that you know like you think about and you you see like like it's real so so mm -hmm. so so live it and like put it you know enjoy yourself but the, like keep some discipline keep a discipline with you because like you know what you want out of life and, and mm -hmm. you're gonna reach you're gonna reach that so just keep your discipline um you know on on 10 and, and you'll be good but i definitely like i definitely would reassure that of myself i would reassure myself at that at 10 years ago i would reassure myself that you know you know what you want out of life and you're gonna get it Facts. Every everything that you see in your head is real, bro. Everything, <laughs> like you, like everything we create, you create twice. The fact that you created it in your head mean that it's up to you to create it physically, cause like it's there. You, the tools, the resource, everything is there, man. I, I love it, man. So you know, at this time, you know, at this time, I tell you, you know, I want you to, you know, plug yourself in. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, where we can find you, where we can find Move Around some special projects that y'all may have coming up that you're super excited about, you know, let us know, you know, what you got going on. Oh, for sure. So, um, we're moving around management as we, as we uh, mentioned earlier, we're lead, we're a management firm. Um, we, we, uh, excel in the industries of leisure service, recreation service, um, and facility service and things that we're up building and growing from, um, for any leisure, all of our leisure services, you're able to book online. Um, you'll, you'll able to see, Every, all of your options from our website, move around, uh, move around mgmt.com. And then also our Instagram, move around underscore mgmt. Um, please check us out. Please reach out. Um, you'll have all of your uh, directories on both of those sites um, in, in the platforms to be able to contact for any questions, concerns you have. Uh, some of the newest projects that we do have coming up, which is the biggest um, this week right now, we're um, stepping into the, uh, it's still in leisure service, but stepping into uh, a, a different service within it, and it's going to be um, with uh, short-term vacation rentals. So um, closing on our first Airbnb home um, that we'll be, you know, putting out there. And it's funny, you know, that this is your round. That's your round right there. So hey. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some communication uh, back and forth with that. But um, closing, looking to close on our first uh, property this week, uh, Friday, hopefully. And then, um, you know, you'll start to see, a, a, if you are following, uh, if you do go check us out on any of those sites, you'll see uh, some content for for that lane um, as far as the short-term vacation rentals. Um, we are based in Miami, Florida. Um, and we, you know, we, we've obviously, we have long-term goals of expansion all over the coast, um, up to DC and, um, you know, in the Caribbean areas as well. Um, for like some short-term goals and then long-term girls we want to be it's our world too so we want to be worldwide um, mm -hmm. eventually. but uh, like we talked about baby steps uh, understanding and loving the process and then um, you know just believing what we see absolutely man 100 and congratulations on uh that that upcoming closing and and, and, and securing that airbnb that that's going to transform y'all and open up, i'm sure just from acquiring that that's going to open up <laughs> so many other doors to things that's, that you can do with the business too the thought, so that's, that's big thought. congratulations uh Appreciate and again again monte i want to say thank you to you for you know for taking out your you know time of your evening to, you know to join us and drop some very immense value on the millionaires out there. And as always to the millionaires, I want to say I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show week in and week out. 
And just thanks in advance for just becoming change agents that I know you're bound to become as you especially apply the principles that, you know, you heard today. So with that being said, I'm your guy, Kai Speaks, and you just heard it from Monte Mitchell on just ways to live a more passionate, more abundant life. And just remember to keep focused, build momentum and drive results so that you can live abundantly. Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now, with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.